Enough already. When you've had enough of not feeling enough, come here to connect to your knowing that you are more than enough. Conversations, realizations, resources, and insights for when you've had enough of not feeling enough. And if you can't get enough of listening to all the juiciness in here, be sure to hit subscribe and share the goods with your pals. All right, let's do this. Hello, beauties, and welcome to episode four. You've got me in your ears and your heart today, just me with some little insights that have been rolling around inside of me for the past week. I've been having a lot of conversations and connections around this idea of being born wise and how we are actually born enough. And I know I've spoken about this before for those that have been in my community will have heard me rant on <laughs> around um, our own ability to access our innate wisdom. But I thought I would come in here and talk a little more and expand a little more into where we find ourselves as a collective right now and what that is evoking in us as individuals, in relationships, and in parenting. Now, I have had a cold over the last 10 days. It's been a, a nasty bug. So sorry if I clear my throat or you can hear some congestion, but that's where I'm at. And I'm going to show up wholeheartedly with where I'm at. <laughs> so hmm. where to begin? Begin at the very beginning. It's a very good place to start. So very beginning. I've been thinking about this idea of how much easier it is to control and manipulate a society when you disconnect the mother from their instincts and their intuition. Once a mother is disconnected from her instincts and intuition, she easily and almost desperately hands over her power in order to care, care for her tribe, care for her village, um, and to seek knowledge and understanding of how to best do that. So it comes from this deep desire to show up and do her best and deliver as a mother. And I think this is a huge shift and a huge time right now in collective, in the collective energy, as we begin to understand the importance and revel in and become focused on the mother-child connection and also in the mother's connection, how this mother-child connection is actually fed by the mother's intuition and instincts. So why am I talking about this when we're discussing today feeling enough and that we are actually intrinsically born wise and that we enough, are enough from the moment of conception. Well, I think that the simple conditioning, it is conditioned in us to look outside of ourselves for the answers and to think that the experts know better than you do about your own well-being and your own wellness, wholeness when actually we are each born naturally creative, resourceful and whole just as we are and that everything, no matter how messy, mad, ridiculous, <laughs> blissful, hopeless, 
it may seem, we are actually allowing ourselves to stretch and grow and um, build the tools required to become who it is that we wholeheartedly are here to experience. So talking about this disconnection that I am sensing and feeling into and having conversations with around right now with the mother and the mother energy and what we have, especially in the Western culture, which I can only speak to because that's what I have been uh, birthed into and reared within, is this idea that even from the moment of pregnancy, we are outsourcing our instincts and our intuition reading books, seeking professional advice. Um, and I'm going to obviously have a disclaimer here when it comes to the medical model. <laughs> it has its place and we are so blessed. We are so blessed within this culture to have the medical model in times of emergency. It is there. But the need to medicalize birth, for me, I have some questions around just personally. And this idea of not feeling enough, I wonder whether it comes from the moment we are conceived, when the mother has to disconnect from her instincts and her intuition, even perhaps grow her fear because of our societal approach to pregnancy and birth which is that it it's, um, requires medical intervention and that you need to uh, look outside of yourself for answers in this journey, even though the way you created um, this baby was certainly not uh, in need of outsourcing <laughs> to a medical model. It was hopefully uh, created through connection, intimacy, pleasure. So why is this connection and intimacy and pleasure not continued through pregnancy, through the journey of breastfeeding, through the journey of parenting, through the journey of educating our children? I feel like we have been given parameters in which we need to work within in all of those areas, pregnancy, birth, breastfeeding, parenting and education. When now is the time I feel where a lot of us are beginning to ask more questions and stay curious in these areas and stay intimate with and connected to what actually feels good for me as a mother and within my intuition, my instincts, what is it that actually feels right for me? It doesn't have to look right or be right. I'm not always going to get it right, but it needs to feel right for me moment to moment. I sense this separation of mother and intuition is also um, irritated or what's the word I want to say, inflamed by the disconnection of mother and baby. And this is something that happens in our society, mother and baby. Baby is, you know, uh, uh, if breastfeeding doesn't work or not given the correct support for breastfeeding to 
you know, this can be a good three, four month journey for breastfeeding to actually start to find a rhythm with mother and baby. Um, and if that's not working and that's been wronged, then it's bottles. And then from bottles, there is baby in the other room separate from the mother. And then there is handing the baby over for learning environments and education and care away from the mother. And isn't this a beautiful way for us to disconnect from our natural nature, from our natural responses, from our ability to actually be attuned to what is instinctually right for mother and baby? So why am I talking so much about intuition and the mother and the mother and the baby? Because I feel like this is the fertile soil and the fostering ground for enoughness, for self-esteem, for self-appreciation. When we are creating environments that support the mother to be present for the baby, and for the baby to be connected in safety with the mother, then we are creating fertile foundation for whom the baby is to become as an adult. And also we are creating fertile foundations for the mother to thrive and feel resourced as a mother and not depleted and exhausted. Hmm. <laughs> It feels so overwhelming for me to fall upon or to expand upon this simple, simple seed of truth for me. It feels so true. When we allow a mother from the moment she is conceiving to trust in herself, to trust in her choices, to trust in her instincts and her intuition, then we are actually allowing the next generation to trust in themselves, to grow and learn in a way that feels innate, natural and organic. And this takes me into our learning environments. We so easily as parents, it astounds me how easily as parents, we hand our children over to an institution or an educational model without actually knowing what it is that our children are learning. There's a broad understanding, you know, kind of a theme and a topic, but there isn't really an understanding of what our child is consuming on a day-to-day -day basis, what they are beginning to um, understand about themselves or the stories and narratives they are actually adopting about themselves. We just so readily go, okay, you're six, you're seven, this is now where you go and I'm going to trust that. I'm going to throw you over to this pool of people and um, not actually knowing or being deeply connected to the messages and to the narratives that our children are receiving on a daily basis and the practices that they are being given, taught on a daily basis that begins their understanding of themselves and how they relate to the world. And I also believe that if we did and we were flies on the wall, we would realize a lot of what they're learning in the educational model now is obsolete. It's not actually going to support their self-esteem, their growth, and their inner knowledge 
which is actually the, the tools that are required right now for us to find our footing in this unprecedented and uncertain times. And this is not me pointing the fingers at us as parents or where we find us pointing my finger, not pointing the fingers. I actually had a whole hand of five fingers pointing then. This is not me pointing the finger at parents. Um, it is merely me making an observation that it is a time of change and we have found ourselves uh, as bridges to what is coming. And I know from the conversations I'm having that a lot of parents are feeling this shift, are feeling the unsatisfactory energy around where they're sending their kids, even alternative education opportunities, the lack of alternative education opportunities for their children, and also seeing and sensing the dissatisfaction in their children and the shutting down of their natural learning and self-driven curiosity, which is something that in the home a lot of us have fostered up until they're seven or eight and they're sent off to school. That has been fostered, this ability to not be the authority of our child, but to allow them to explore who they are, their needs, what it is that they're interested in, and then they get shipped off to this model that doesn't have... Um, the resources because of how many children are being asked to be educated in a small room with one teacher, maybe two if you're lucky. The actual model doesn't foster this uh, natural learning and the trust in the child to know what it is that, that, that they need and desire and what it is that they're actually interested in, right? I had this conversation with, um, I was in a restaurant and there was a table at the other side. This was pre-COVID when you could just, you know, saunter on over to another table and chat away um, without worrying about a metre and a half distance. And I got talking to this guy because our kids were playing and he was a teacher at a local um, public school. And he was a lovely guy. And we started just talking about education and the frustrations in the model and where he finds himself as a teacher. And the thing that stuck out to me most in our conversation was that he said to me, you know, the one thing I feel like corporations and educational models are missing is turning to the worker and turning to the student and asking them, what do you need? What do you want? What do you feel like doing today? <laughs> And I was like, oh, that seems so simple. But yes, amen to that. And this is another piece for me that I keep coming back to as a parent on a daily basis. On days where I'm feeling like so exhausted because I'm asking and asking and asking my kids, go brush your teeth, let's put your shoes on, let's go, can we do this? And asking them to work within my time limit and within my to-do list I'm able to soften and turn around and say, okay, I know I'm rushing you guys and I know there's A, B, C that I need to do on my list today. How do you feel? Is there something you want to do today that we can fit into that? And taking that moment to just notice that I don't have two kids as a luggage and as baggage to kind of carry around on my trajectory, um, but actually these are two beings that can offer something to me today and that when I listen to them and get present and get down on their level, they're human beings too, wanting to um, contribute and wanting to 
have fun and play on a daily basis. So how can I facilitate their needs as well as my own? And I feel that's where we're all headed is this direction of knowing that children have a place in our society as well as the elderly, they have a place in our society as well. And that when we're able to offer them respect and offer them um, an open playing field, that they're not going to be these disobedient, um, what's the word I want to say, like out of control, feral beings, that actually when they are offered space, to become curious about who they are, their interests, self-directed and capable, being given um, the trust that they are capable of making choices, that they surprise us. Because of our conditioning, we think, oh, my gosh, they're going to be these ruthless, ruined, feral, completely disobedient individuals if I allow them to be who they are and give them space to make their own choices. I feel like I could just go on and on and on, but I'm hoping that there is some gems in here today because I felt it really important to come in and just speak about what has been hot on my heart and playing around in my mind. And so essentially, I sense it is not your fault that you don't feel enough and that in some way you have focused on your wrongdoings, your lack, where you can improve, where you are broken, because that is actually the model in which we have been raised. That is even from our parents in our homes, we are controlled and given parameters and limits in which we can work within. And when we don't show up and behave within those parameters, we are made wrong. And that is not a, that is not, again, blaming or shaming our parents. That is simply acknowledging that that was all that was available to them. And as we are conditioned, it's becoming aware and attentive to what our conditioning is. And then perhaps it being experimental about choosing something different. And I want to acknowledge that this can be really challenging in partnership because one partner may be really open to um, working from curiosity and trying on something different and taking personal, deep, radical ownership of how you respond rather than just reacting from pain or reacting from unconsciousness or choosing to um, exist from blame and shame rather than from connection, connection, connecting before redirecting, which is something I remind myself constantly as a parent, connect Kelly before you redirect. Not every moment in parenting is a teachable moment. I'm not here to teach my children. I am here to facilitate a safe and connected environment where they can teach me what they need, who they are, how I can love them and how I can show up best for them takes off the responsibility, it takes off the need to um, mould my children into something that society has told me is um, correct, right, the best way. So with that knowledge, with that insight, with that knowing that it's not necessarily your fault 
that you in areas of your life feel like you're not measuring up or that you're not enough. This is actually the feeding ground in which we have been nurturing ourselves is through um, the narrative of I, I need to ask outside of myself. I need to learn more, be educated more about who I am rather than just trusting that you know who you are and that you are enough and that your innate wisdom will carry you and direct you to the relationships, the places, the circumstances and the experiences that you need to continue expanding more of who you are. Hmm. So let's work together on bringing back the mother, bringing back the instinctual, instinctual essence of a mother and the innate wisdom that a mother holds when it comes to their connection with baby, connection with their bodies. And I feel like this will be a huge shift for how we will grow the next generation and what the next generation has to offer the the nurturing of our planet. When we, mm, yeah, when we are, working from our intuition and our instincts, we are connected to our natural nature. And our natural nature is understanding that we are part of nature, that we are not separate. And I feel like the Western model has thrived on separation. And now indeed it is time to come back to radical personal responsibility and radical deep connection to your enoughness through your intuition, through your instincts and allowing what feels good to um, uncover your knowingness, your innate knowingness, your innate wisdom. And by modelling this, we are then open and resourced to allow that within our children. And that's not going to be all the time because we really are working from deep intrinsic conditioning. And so some of what I've spoken here may go right over your head or it may even feel frustrating because of the conditioning, the the patterning, the product of our upbringing that we are. You were born enough. You were born wise. And may our children who are being created through this time feel and know that through you beginning to practice the truth of that. (laughs) So here we are. I'm sending all my love and thank you for going through this unpacking with me today. I feel like um, I've just kind of verbal diarrheaed and I hope some of it has landed for you and offers you some um, fecal nutrition. (laughs) Until next time, my friends, all my love, I see you, I love you, I value you. (laughs) You've got this. Big love. Haven't had enough already? Connect with me on Instagram at Callie Coach.